Hey guys, it's been a while. Today is Friday 13th May and the time is 12.09 so it's just gone Friday. I've got like so much to talk about but um, I just haven't had time or the motivation to be quite honest. I was planning to do a rent sesh like every month this year but it hasn't really happened so far but it's okay because you don't need to rent all the time you know so my last episode or the last time I did this I talked about my book club what book I was reading it was kind of like a book review um since then I've read one more book it's called um seven days in June and um I haven't actually finished it yet so my that was for March and that the book that I was reading was for April now it's may and i still haven't finished it but um oh actually maybe it wasn't maybe that was for march and then last it was april and now it's may so it's been two months actually but it's fine it was a good book um i just didn't have time to finish it off because i was planning to go to canada in march at the end of march so i was saving it for the trip I was like, I'll read on the plane and things, but then my trip um, got postponed to May this month, and I'm leaving for Canada, inshallah, next week, Friday, for two weeks. Exciting, but extremely nervous times for me, because I haven't ever solo travelled. <laughs> I live at home with my parents. I also work from home. I literally barely even leave the house um these days so going across the country I'm not across the country internationally across countries is kind of daunting but I'm really excited as well at the same time and I hope that I um get over my nerves and everything and enjoy it I'm in a really really like lucky position where I can um travel with my work so um a lot of my expenses are being paid not all of them but most of them um so I'm really 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 lucky and privileged for that um I'm gonna be going for two weeks the first week I have off actually so I'm flying out on the 20th which is a Friday and then I'm gonna be off for that um the weekend obviously and then the week after and I'm gonna be with some family and visiting some places I'm going to Calgary and Winnipeg so I'm not going main city because I'm going to the areas I'm going to be working in um and then the second week is all going to be me working since the people that actually listen to this are people that are reasonably close to me and know me I actually wanted to share what I do because I feel like um I never explain it right whenever people ask me and I never know what to say but most of the reason for that is because the way that I'm studying and working at the same time is hugely unconventional and um i i don't know anyone that has done it i haven't ever heard of anyone that's done it like me so in layman's term i'm working i'm i'm an apprentice but i'm working as a contractor in an it consultancy firm so my brother owns this company called sabakum and i work with him but we are attached to one uh, one client, which is equivalent to a project, which is the main scope of work that I do. Um, 
which is in IT radiology. So we have a platform on which like x-rays and things come on and then doctors work from home and they read them and then like patient reports are formed and then we send it out very basically that's what the platform does and me as an IT contractor I'm working as a product analyst and someone in the product team so I develop the platform I create new web applications and things that the developers then code and shit um but on top of that, I'm studying because it's an apprenticeship, but it's uncon- it's unconventional because the project that I'm working on, I don't get time off to study. So it's like a normal nine to five and then I study on top of it. So it's unconventional in the sense that um, I'm not doing a traditional apprenticeship. I'm really just doing a course on the side because in apprenticeships you get delegated time off. And just to clarify, I had to do it this way because um, I started working here I've got my, I got the job, I got the gig in lockdown in 2020, right at the end of 2020 where we were going into second lockdown. So I didn't really have like a um choice really because I was getting interviews and things because I had prior experience, but the job vacancies were like going away because they were like, it's COVID, everything's uncertain. Um, Either you've got the job and we'll let you know once we need you again or they were like we're taking the job role away thanks for applying and you've been shortlisted etc but for not taking anyone on now due to the covid situation so that kind of sucked but when i got this place it was a great opportunity and i swear everything happens for reasons so alhamdulillah i'm very lucky that i'm in the position i am now so it's been like over a year now coming up to a year and a half that I've been here it's kind of funny because when I started like when I actually got the job and I was leaving my old company and um when I told people that you know I'm moving and they found out that the project that I was working on is based in the US the first thing everyone said to me was like oh are you going to be traveling and things like that and I literally said no because I didn't realize that I would ever get that opportunity like Obviously, it crosses your mind, but it would have been something that was so far off from where I was at the beginning that um, I just kept on saying no to people. And I never believed it myself. At the beginning of this year, the the conversation had started to come up because the project had new business owners based in Canada instead of the US. And now they were forming like, I don't know, like they were building offices there and recruiting people and we had a merger with like three other companies and it was a huge thing and suddenly they needed people to go there and I'd been on the project when it was a startup um, and for anyone that doesn't know what a startup is a startup is basically any company that's just like launching they only have a couple small clients they don't really have an established product at this point it's still in development um and that's like that's the stage of the company where I started they they were only a few years old um so there was so much learning to be done in that year which I did um and then yeah I got my manager in January she was like I'm I'm working on getting you and this other person I work with um on a work trip to Canada and I literally just laughed at her 
because I was like, no way in hell is, is a company going to pay to send me to Canada. But four months later, my tickets are booked and I'm going. This kind of brings up the point of having self-confidence, I guess, because I, when I say that I never expected to get opportunities like this, wallahi, I never expected it, because I'm a 20-year-old person that's got very minimal experience how is someone having this much like trust in me that they're willing to spend money on sending me to a location like stuff like that completely blows my mind um but once again that's like not only down to not me having self-confidence but it's the fact that I've never really known anyone to ever care about my professional development really like in a professional place obviously your family and your friends they back you and they say you're good and things but um you really need to have a good mentor and before all of the places that I was working and the people that I'd met no one's really invested in me you know like um or generally invested in anyone like when you start working you realize that it's so important to have a good manager it is so important to have someone that is willing to invest in your good qualities and bring out the good in your skills and enhance them even more for not only like the benefit of the business but also your own professional growth and I think it's really difficult to find um, people generally these days in the work industry that are really willing to invest in you I can't I, I can't find another word for invest but I feel like that's the only word that describes the situation to its fullest um and especially like obviously I'm doing an apprenticeship and I've had to count on people investing in me from the very beginning because I didn't have any qualifications and I barely finished my A-levels and when I say barely finished I didn't finish my A-levels um so it was very much of like people had to take me for face value they had to trust me in order for me to even get the chance to grow professionally at all or even get qualifications but for like most of you guys or all of you guys that are uni it's very different because you guys will have qualifications and something to back you up with and you only need a little bit of experience to get on the ladder I know in the grand scheme of things people say that apprenticeships are all great and they're amazing and things but honestly it really just depends on where you end up because in my first apprenticeship they didn't give a flying fuck about my progress they didn't care about my hopes and dreams <laughs> they didn't care about where I wanted to go they didn't care the fact that I put in extra hours they just didn't care about that sort of stuff but over here even in my first team they didn't really care about that when I transitioned team and my manager changed it all became a different story like because she appreciated the work that I put in and she wanted me to reap the rewards of it as well so that's what I mean it really depends on the person rather than the company and like sometimes you can be busting your ass off or something but you aren't going to get any benefit from it apart from the fact that you have integrity to and honesty to do your work also a bit random and a bit off topic but you know like how covid's happened and everything and people are like oh working from home is great working from home is absolutely awful if your work is not accustomed to working from home if your company does not have a strong work culture 
um like a work from home culture i mean then it's gonna be absolutely shit for you i'm not gonna lie i worked in my first company they didn't have the structure of working from home initially obviously because it was like in in care and things but um they could have had a work from home culture before but they chose not to because they didn't ever had to like think about it i guess and obviously people find it difficult to measure productivity and everything but anyways in my second workplace it's all it based so it was like they'd always work from home and i know not all it companies work from home but because they had that flexibility initially when they transitioned into like working from home it didn't affect the work culture at all um like simple things like having cameras on and things isn't as daunting over here as it was in my first place even though I'd met the people in person before I found it so scary to turn on my camera I I got a load of anxiety from it because I was like oh my god they're gonna think I look awful look like and things like that even though I'd met them in person they'd probably seen me in worse states at work because obviously we worked in like grim circumstances as well sometimes but it's just one of those things that people I think don't really talk about no one talks about that stuff at all back to the topic of me working and studying at the same time I have just this week submitted all of my um all of my assignments for my portfolio for my apprenticeship for my level four it's taken me four months to do this and I only had 15 assignments to do um I have felt so mentally exhausted in terms of studying it it's been absolutely awful for me the motivation was not there and something that I could have completed in two months took me twice the time um actually it took me more actually maybe five months because I started way before um but yeah it's been really difficult and now I've submitted it I feel like I can breathe again which leads me on to saying that I'm definitely one of those people that finds it easier to learn and study about topics I enjoy. The course I'm studying, I like the practical element of it when I apply it. But I hate the I hate the theory, the, the fact that I have to write about it and things like that. And it can become quite mundane and it's just it's just not as nice as the practical and in case anyone's wondering I'm studying project management and I aim to go into product development which is what I'm working in at the moment project management and product ownership and all of this stuff is like stuff that no one really teaches you about at school and I only came across it because my brother was doing it so I had like a bit of insight in it but even when I started studying it um I felt like it really could have been an option for me from the start, you know, instead of me taking the very long route of coming into the decision that this is what I want to study and get into professionally. But you all know that school doesn't teach you shit. In other news, it's been raining today, so I feel like I've got the worst hay fever right now. I don't know why, but I seem to cough a lot um, when it rains is a crazy thing and now i'm getting anxious i've got covid um and i'm going to be traveling internationally and obviously i'm going to be going into hospital clinics when i do my work in canada so 
hopefully I don't get it so I can still go and when I say I don't get it I hope I don't have COVID even though I haven't left the house in like three weeks and haven't met anyone in like a long time that is such a lie I left the house on Eid but that was absolutely it and yeah I bet I met people on Eid obviously anyways um yeah that's what I've been up to for the past month and a half trying to get my life in order oh and it's also been ramadan so the whole of april basically was ramadan and i'd been fasting and um i was going to the mosque every single day nearly for the rabi which is the night prayer that muslims do sometimes it's voluntary so not no one like it's not like everyone does it or anything like that my, it was my first time doing it because I don't know why I, I'm not I won't lie I don't really come from the most religious household but I wanted to try it out so I did and it was really nice I met a load of people it made the whole of the month go a lot faster because I was busy but um I feel like I gained something from it spiritually to be honest because that's something I needed I feel like I was really lacking that little bit of self-control and things like that so I felt like I really gained it back and also because that whole month was so 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 busy for me um because I was going to the mosque every day um I feel like it's kind of nice to have evenings free again not that it was required and I could have had evenings free but it was kind of like I've started it now so I might as well do the whole thing and anyone that knows you have the night prayer is basically you know how we go up and down and and stuff you basically do that um 20 times so like it's up to you how many you do but the max you do is 20 and um I did all 20 each and every single day which was exhausting physically as well but you can leave before then I was going with my mum so um I stayed for the whole 20 and it was kind of at first when I started the month because I was doing it for the first time I was like I'm just gonna do eight and I'll go because a lot of people just do eight and then they leave afterwards but then I was like okay I'll just do 20 I did 20 for the first day and I was like that's not too bad and then by the time it got to like day number 30 like the last day of Ramadan I was absolutely knackered but it was honestly such a blessing in disguise because I met so many people that I hadn't seen in years. Um, my mosque is in Reading and it's um I don't it's not really multicultural, but um I saw a lot of friends from different like communities there, which was really nice. I met up with one of my friends called Karima there. We we met each other after like five six years like we we were in touch over the phone and things but um that was it like we even though we live really close we she lives in Whitley and obviously I go to Whitley like every week it seemed like it but we just never had the opportunity to meet because we were just busy so it was nice to reconnect with people and I also felt like my social anxiety was non-existent at the mosque it was a little bit because I don't know I had some external factors going on with me like for example most people at the mosque they wear abayas which is like a very long dress I was like the only one that was coming in tracksuit 
or trousers of any kind like everyone was wearing long dresses and things and that made me feel a bit insecure I was like the only one but um I powered through and I was like, I'm not going to change myself completely for these people and no one the thing is yeah no one comment no one commented on it really apart from on Eid when I wore a maxi dress um but everyone was like oh my god you look so good in a maxi dress it's such a nice change to see you in something other than trackies so but throughout the month no one made a comment about it which was nice of them because if they did I think I would have stopped going (laughs) I feel like I've spoken a lot in this little catch-up podcast thing so thanks again for listening and um I hope to make a video soon this isn't a video I hope to make a recording soon Take care, guys. Bye.